Welcome to the Single Parent Podcast. Whether you've been a single parent for a while now or have just started on your journey, the Single Parent Podcast is a safe place for single parents to get some great information and resources, hear the stories of fellow single parents, and connect with a strong and supportive community. We want to help you go from surviving to thriving. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Single Parent Podcast. So glad you guys could join us today. Uh, It's been a while since Christine and I have just hopped on, just the two of us. So we thought we'd just have a nice hot cup of something today (laughs) because it is gross. It is gross outside. Yeah, no, it... I opened the door this morning, looked outside and said... Pardon my language. Fuck this. My kids are not going to school. (laughs) My Kia is not going to make it out. I seen the SUV next to me. He was like struggling to get out. I'm like, are you stuck? Do you need me to push you? He's like, I think I'm just going to back out. I'm like, dude, good luck. I'm going inside. So yeah, it's cold. It's so cold. It is cold today. I'm not sure where you guys are, but here uh, where we are, we have already gotten a foot of snow and I had the same experience going out as well. I was more optimistic. I was more optimistic today. I had the kids all ready to go and I I actually opened my blinds. The first thing was I opened my blinds and the snow was like in the window. It was covering, the snow had covered my window and I couldn't see, I was like, no, this could still work. No, 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 it's okay, okay, let's go, let's go. So then I got outside and I literally (laughs) trudging through the snow i'm fighting my way through the snow it came up like up above mid-calf and i got halfway to my car and i just stopped and i looked down and i looked in my boots and i walked straight back inside i was like no my van is not going to make it out of here there's there's no way there's no way because someone else got stuck and i thought i don't i can't I just, I don't have anyone to help me get my van out. That's the, unfortunately, that's single, single parent life and single mom life. So I no mean, thank you. I'll knock on a neighbor's door. I'm not shy. I'll be like, yo, can you help push me out? Or like, I'm stuck. Or I'll even get the kids to help me. I remember one year I actually put Olivia in the driver's seat <laughs> and I pushed <laughs> and she's like, what do I do? I'm like, I'll tell you what to do. Don't worry. You're fine. <laughs> But that is something like normally you'd think, why would you do that? That is so unsafe. But when you're a single parent, you sometimes all you have are your children to yeah, help Yeah, and you. I was going to be able to you push just... harder than she was. So yeah. <laughs> you should have put her behind the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I tried. She's like, I can do it, mom. And then she's like, it's too much work. It's cold. <laughs> so <Aww>. yeah, thankfully <laughs> we have a good amount of male neighbors that are like, hey, do you need a hand? And I'm like, well, obviously I'm stuck. So yes, yeah, certainly could use the hand because it sucks yes. when you're stuck. Having a small car and I'm not the one to put winter tires on my vehicle. I'm awful for that. I'll be like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll use my all seasons. I'll just go slower and take my time, give myself more time. Uh-huh. But I mean, I probably should get them. But then I'm like, that's an investment. And as a single parent, pretty you know modest with my money (laughs) right and that could go also towards you know re-registering my vehicle or paying the speeding tickets that I got (laughs) when I wasn't taking my time (laughs) (laughs) there is so much happening in that sentence I feel like we should unpack it but I'm not sure if I want to peel back the layers of the logic on that no you probably shouldn't (laughs) I mean, for your vehicle, you have a fairly small vehicle. So, because I know for my for my van, I think it cost, oh gosh, I want to say f- uh, five to six hundred for tires. Um, I'm actually curious if there's something like that because I don't think you can buy those used. I mean, sometimes you can, but I don't think that there's. Um, like a regular consignment kind of thing because you you literally wear those things into the ground oh, totally. for tires, right? Um, <coughs> that's actually, yeah, that's one thing I've had to really take a look at over the last little while is how how I spend my money mm-hmm. and and what, you know, um, what, what things are important, what things 
have to wait, what things, oh, I should probably sacrifice this to get that, you know. I mean, it, winter tires was something that I was always very big on. Um, just because when the, when the kids came along, I just wanted to make sure that we were safe in the winter, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially with the roads that we have. I mean, you can only watch Canada's worst driver and how to treat an icy corner so many times that at some point you need to, you know, put your faith in your, in your tires. But, um, yeah, I, I'm trying, trying to figure out, especially this time of year, cause you've got Christmas coming up. You know, and for some of us, Halloween was a big thing because you buy your kids costumes and all the rest of it. And um, financial planning was something that I really, uh, I struggled with to a certain extent because my ex always handled the finances. Ah, interesting. You know, that was, that was something that bothered me that he did, but not to the extent of like, we would, well, okay, we, we would have fights. <laughs> We, we, <laughs> I was trying to figure out like a, a tactful, softer way to put it, but there's no, we, we argued, we argued about finances and how to, how to spend money and that, and that was actually one of the big learning curves for me becoming a single parent was I had to manage all of that. Um, and figuring out what do I do? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I had, I had zero skills in, in doing that. And even just dealing with the car. You know, stereotypically, that's a guy's job. Stereotypically. Yeah. Not always. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm realizing lately, it's like, man, like, there are, there are a couple things consistently that just fall off. One of them is the car. Thankfully, not the finances anymore. I'm pretty, I'm pretty on top of those now. But my, my poor van, I mean, I just, like, want to hug it. I'm like, I'm sorry I have not washed you <laughs> in I don't know how long now. <laughs> right. Well, I had to wash mine recently because of an incident that happened in my car, and that was gross. And then I was just gonna do the one incident spot, the cleaning. Yes. yes. But then I was like, well, I'm already here. I might as well clean the whole thing. And it'd probably been about yeah. eight months. And I was like, mess. Yeah. Like it needed to be done like the dusting yeah. and like just things that you're like oh i don't really think about it that's so gross <laughs> right like you don't really want to know what's hiding underneath the chairs and in the yeah. cushions and Ew. and all of that but like do you do you find that that um, cuz i know you've been a single parent longer than i have yeah have you found that uh, there were jobs that your partners took care of or like because you weren't together like super super long when you had the kids from mm-hmm. from what you yeah. said so were, th- were there times where you could offload those jobs or have you just always had to do everything um I think with my oldest daughter's dad I did rely on him for certain things um just like uh, what did I rely on him for really now that I think about it, did I? <laughs> that, that sounds I really bad. <laughs> I know that sounds really bad. I think, you know, sometimes he would help and like clean and stuff. But no, I've always felt like an independent person. And I have to do things on my own. And even when me and Olivia's dad were together, she was nine months old and I was debating going back to work. And I remember having the conversation with my mom and it was like, you know you need to go back to work because you can't rely on anyone but yourself. You don't know what is going to happen with this relationship if it's going to last. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty negative. And I was sort of upset at the time. But now that I think about it, she was right. If Mm -hmm. I hadn't gone back, who knows where I would have been now, right? Like, it Mm -hmm. could have been a lot worse. And then with Ariana, like, me and her dad didn't even live together. So I never had him to hand off anything. I've always done it on my own. And... There's things that definitely fall off the radar, for sure. Like, I think about the car thing, huge. Like, you just, you hope that, it, you know, oh, I need to do an oil change. Okay, well, like, I know it's this many kilometers, I'll need to do that. Or the whole tire thing, probably, yeah, no, don't worry about that. <laughs> if there's something major, then I deal with it at the time. But I don't mm-hmm. know, I think it's always been me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even budgeting, like I remember Olivia's dad was not good with money. Um, so I dealt with 
paying the bills and stuff when we were together. He just mm -hmm. gave me the money. I said, I need this much. And then that was right. that. Right. Yeah. Like when, when my husband and I were together, it, it wasn't, it wasn't disempowering. Um, actually, no, it was, it was kind of looking back on it now. It, it, it was very, it almost hurt to, to be made to feel like you couldn't have a say in how mm -hmm. finances were handled because he had his own methods of doing it. And I wonder if by me saying, Hey, I don't like how things are going right now. Can we do things differently? It was like a challenge on his skill to be able to handle things. And, mm -hmm. and I got bulldozed quite a bit. Um, and I and find that sort of know, like an, that's an abusive characteristic in my opinion though. Mm. Like, like financial abuse is real. Like, you know, if you go and like lie about, say, for example, where the money is going, or if you're just doing it on your own, your partner then doesn't know what's coming in and going out and you have no say. And I just find that so fucked up. Like, it's almost like financial infidelity. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like it, it's interesting hearing you say that because it wasn't that... He'd always say, you know, well, we should sit down and talk about it. So we would, but then we'd argue about it because I'd point out things that I didn't like. And then, mm -hmm. it, you know, and then I'd hear, well, this is how it is. And I'm thinking, but no, <laughs> it can't just be that's how it is. There has to be a way to fix it. That's been, that's just been a core value of mine. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes it serves me, sometimes it doesn't. But at my core, I always have this mentality of there's always a way. There's always a way to try and do something better, to try and fix something. And I mean, if it doesn't work, then okay, then we try something different. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm an incurable optimist. I can't help it. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't help it. It's just, you know, but when it came to finances, it was really... It was disheartening. That's probably a better word for it. It was disheartening mm -hmm. to try and say, well, I have some ideas how to make this better. And it's like, hey, let's work together as a team and do this. And um, to basically be told, well, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to like it. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. Because I did. I took over the finances for a couple of months and we had money left over at the end mm. of the month. And I wonder going to sound really bad I wonder if he was jealous of that like I'm not a money maven I'm not I'm terrible mm. with numbers if, yeah. I'm, if I'm honest about it I'm a creative I like doing my creative thing I, I have my son do math for me he's eight <laughs> <laughs> he does the math in this house but I do know that money going coming in can't be less than money going out. Yeah. Like I know that basic principle, right? So, so in, in, in doing that, yeah, it was just really, it, it's been, that's been a bit of a trigger point for me actually to have people decide things for me. That's a very big trigger for me. And it, so it must have been really empowering for you when you were able to start making those decisions for yourself. Maybe a little scary at first because you're like, what oh, am hell I doing yeah. and how do I do it? Yes. But now that you've been doing it for some years now, does it feel different like than it did when you first started managing your own money? It did because the idea of spending money was actually a fear of mine, just spending money in any, in any way, shape or mm -hmm. form, even if it was for food or rent or things that were absolutely needed because we were in such a panic state all the time when we were married. Um, it, it always came down to, you know, well, these are the things that I feel are important. So this is what we're going to do. Not all the time. You know, it, it wasn't like I was completely beaten down at all. Um, mm -hmm. I fully accept responsibility that I let that happen. That's a quality of mine that I really don't like. <laughs> I mean, I'm in other areas of my life, I tend to explain it away and be understanding when I really shouldn't be. Um, but I, I had a lot of fear in spending money that, oh my gosh, I'm going to go into debt and I'm going to be, you know, trapped and, and this, that, and the other. And it's actually taken me the whole time since 
uh, we've split, so two and a half years now, to be comfortable with the idea of spending money and and being okay with it and saying, okay, I'm going to spend this money and the house is not going to fall down. It's fine. <laughs> like that's that's the fear. That was the extent of the fear. It was so intense to to spend money in any way, shape or form. And if I did spend money, I had so much guilt. I had so much guilt, even buying like a Starbucks coffee for myself. I'd have this like mini panic <laughs> when I'd yep. swipe, swipe the card, right? And it, it wasn't founded on anything. It wasn't mm-hmm. founded on anything. Even in my business, I have to buy camera equipment and other things for my business. And I remember a year ago, I was sitting at the kitchen table. This is when I lived with my sister. And I was, I had everything I needed. This was needed equipment. This wasn't anything extravagant. And I sat there for five to 10 minutes explaining to my sister why I shouldn't buy this and questioning myself. And finally she came, she was on the other side of the kitchen. She came over to me, grabbed my hand, put it on the mouse and clicked buy. (laughs) (laughs) And I just sat there for a minute and she looked at me and said, you okay? I said, Give me a minute. I'll be fine. It's okay. Like I said, like the money was there. Yeah. Right? The money was there. It wasn't that the money was a problem, but it was that mentality of, holy crap, what's going to happen? You know, because we, when we were married, we were leveraged to the hilt. Mm. We had Mm. a $50,000 line of credit that had been maxed out. It was, it was crippling. And... It was frustrating. It was very frustrating. Um, And when we sold our home, our family home, after the divorce, we didn't get any profit from it because it all went to pay down the debt. Mm -hmm. And it just, that, that really hurt. That was, that was a punch in the gut because we thought, oh man, like that's, we have, we have nothing to show. We have nothing to show for it. And we both played our part with it, right? Mm -hmm. We both played our part with it, but yeah, I'm finally at the point now where <laughs> I'm not in a panic anytime I, you know, go and buy groceries, even just something simple as groceries, mm-hmm. you know, like, do you, do you have specific ways that you manage your finances? Cause it sounds like, like you've been doing it for a while and I think you, mm-hmm. you're way more savvy with it than I am. I, I, yeah. I feel Well, I recently did the Single Mom Resource course again through Kaleo Collective, and this is my third time taking it, and they always have a budgeting course in there. So this time I was in my head before, I was like, oh, I have my ways, like I have my own budget, I'm going to stick to that. But I was like, let me just give her way a try. Let's see if it makes a difference in my mentality, or maybe I'll save more money this way. Um, or, you know, at least have more money at the end of the month because <laughs> there never seems to be enough because the kids always need something. Yes. Um, so when I did it, she said, oh, okay, we're going to do this three-month look back. And so you're pulling up your statements worth of three months worth of finances off your debit, your credit cards. And I was like, oh, man, this isn't pretty. And like I had noticed that I was overspending on just like takeout or like Starbucks or Tim Hortons, like crazy amounts of money. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yes, it's nice to have that once in a while. But that three or five or six dollars that it costs you, depending where you go, that adds up every day. And over the course of three months, it's hundreds of dollars. So I uh, knew I needed to make some changes and I've been pretty good and sticking to a budget each month. So everything has a category that it goes into. And I have yet to try the whole cash and envelope method, which Mm. I think would be interesting, but I don't like the idea of having cash on hand. It makes me nervous. I'm like, what if someone breaks into my house and steals it? Like, it could happen. It's a thing. My kids could take it. My kids could be like, I'm going to the SEV. And I'd be like, that's (laughs) not yours. I could imagine my oldest doing that. Like, ooh, 20 bucks. Boom. Like, I'm going to go down to Circle K and get a bunch of candy and waste this money. But um, so, yeah, I think over the years, I've, I I think I've struggled with it. But I have also realized a lot of what I was doing well and what I wasn't doing well. Um, 
but I don't think it's easy being a single parent, especially if you're not getting child support uh, consistently or at all. Some people I know don't get anything. Um, so that makes it really difficult when it's just your income and then, you know, you throw in getting taking a leave from work or something of that nature and then you make even less and then you really have to reassess budget so yeah it can be it can be tough but there's ways to still live i think that you know being in canada we all overspend everyone does there's so many subscription services that like we don't even use them half the time i just canceled like i don't even know I think my ex downloaded a bunch of subscription services on my TV, didn't even know they were there, and I was paying. It was coming out of my credit card, and I didn't even use it. Yeah, like, so I canceled everything. Oh. So that was, like, annoying, and I was like, when did he do this? Like, asshole. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was just, like, certain things that we overspend in, like, even you know groceries if we sat down and meal planned in a week imagine how much less you would spend instead of like oh oh i'm in a rush i have soccer tonight oh i don't have time to make anything well if you would have meal planned you would have known you would have had soccer that night so you would have known to make like hot dogs instead of like shepherd's pie you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) time 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 is of the essence it's, it's funny you mention that because doing meal planning and stuff, it's, I usually just go to the same things. Like I have and the same meals. And then it gets boring, right? Meals. You know what? We don't mind it. It's actually the kids enjoy it because my son is a bit of a picky eater. Yeah. And, and so I just thought, you know what? This is not a battle I want to have. If I want to have something that's a little more exotic, then I'll have leftovers for him or he can make himself some soup or something like that. And my daughter and I will have it or I'll have it when the kids aren't with me, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's made it a bit a bit easier. And uh, my, I'm lucky in that cheese and crackers and like mini charcuterie has become a thing in our house. So, if so we have, good. it is. It is. You just, you know, it's the easiest thing to put together and you have all the food groups in there, you know, meat and cheese and veggies and all the rest of it. And the kids can just pick it what they want. So, um, yeah, trying to try, trying to manage all of that, just the big learning curve, big learning oh, curve yeah. for everything, you know, and um, especially at the beginning. Holy moly. Just the the arrangement I have with my with my ex is thank luckily I do I do get alimony and, and child support and I know that not a lot of people do get that and I consider myself very very lucky, very mm-hmm. lucky to be able to do that and you and I have had a couple of humorous conversations with that. About, oh yeah, because <laughs> I, I I'm I'm taking care of. I'm taking care of in the payments I have. And Christina's made a bit of a joke that uh, my ex should be lucky that it's me that is his ex and and not you because I'm very driven to be financially independent. I don't like that I am dependent on him right now while I'm getting my business started and everything. Um, So Christina was joking that he's lucky that it's me because if it were her, she'd ride that gravy train and not work at all. Well, I would just be there for the kids. Like, why work when you're getting a decent amount? I mean, you're not pressured then. At least you can focus on your business. Like, that's that's the best thing. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, I need to make sure that I have a really steady income. Like, it can fluctuate and you're going to be okay either way, right? Yeah. Well, and it's been a really tough couple of years, which is why the financial Mm -hmm. part of it has been so challenging. Because in year one of me starting my business, I went through a divorce. That is hella hella stressful and crazy Mm -hmm. and I had a really hard time getting shit done I really Mm -hmm. did and it just and then in the second year thank you COVID (laughs) that's and it's still here and we're still still here here. it's still here it's still here and even earlier this year like when I went when I went through my short-term relationship um ending that really took a toll on me too, just mm-hmm. emotionally. Like I'm a very deep emotional person. So when stuff like that happens, it can be crippling. It, totally. it can be crippling, right? And I mean, you saw me go through all that 
crap. I mean, and, right? and same and with you're you. Human. Yeah. Yeah. And and you went through stuff too, you know? Oh, like yeah. just just trying to to manage everything can just be really overwhelming because it's not just you you have to take care of. You have to put on the face for your kids too. Right? right. Um so one of the things I've actually started doing is teaching my kids financial literacy and mm-hmm. saying, you know, no, we can't spend all of your money on a Lego set. That's not, you know, not every cent is play money. Mm-hmm. You have to save some of it, plan for it. You can use part of your money for this, but you have to earn the other part, right? Or yeah. saving or things like that. Because I feel like the financial literacy was not quite there for me and my ex. And that's where we got into problems. I mean, there were other things too, you know, with the communication. But I feel like the financial part of it, the financial literacy, and mm-hmm. he will probably challenge me on that, Um you know, if, if I were to, to put that out there, I'm sure he would challenge me on that. Um, but I really feel like, you know, the the skills necessary to do that, it's, you, you constantly have to learn and relearn and remind yourself. <laughs> right. right. I cannot spend all my money on Starbucks as much as I want to because, hello, I would love peppermint to. mocha. <laughs> Oh, the brown sugar shaken espresso. No, it's no. So good. Peppermint mm-hmm. mocha is where it's at. <laughs> oh, now Christina. I want Starbucks, but I can't go anywhere because yes. there's too much snow outside. Too much I, bloody like, snow outside. Oh, you know, I'm actually I very. I, I'm curious as to whether we're going to be able to uh, to deal with soccer this week. That's actually something Christina and I have both mm-hmm. started doing recently is coaching our kids soccer teams and yeah. uh christina texted me i remember getting the text from her uh she said i just signed up to coach my daughter's soccer team what the fuck am i doing <laughs> <laughs> it's true i was like what did i sign up for i really don't yep. know what i'm doing however yep. they needed a female coach because it is a unisex team yes. and i was like you know no one's wanting to do it so I don't know if I was voluntold or if I felt like <laughs> I was guilt like if what's the word I'm thinking of I was Guilt, pressured guilted into it guilted into it a little bit yeah like, someone's got to do it you should do it like yes. we could really use your help and I'm like oh I mean I guess I can do it and you know what I messaged you the other day and I said I'm actually really enjoying doing it like you are being in that environment with the kids like actually in the in the box whatever they want to call it i i watch their faces light up if they score a goal and my god giving them a high five as they're going in and they just they light up and that to me is everything like knowing that you've helped them get there and like you've guided them like oh try this you know and just Ah, there's something about these kids that they're so special and so talented and I I love it and I'm just their biggest fans so I do enjoy it how are you feeling with uh coaching and obviously now getting to all the soccer games in the snow oh my goodness (laughs) you know what I don't know how it happened but all of our family activities fell on Thursdays this year it's just it's been an absolute gong show my daughter has gymnastics at six Son has soccer practice at 6.30, and then I have my own soccer on on Thursday nights. So oh Thursdays gosh. are fun, and I'm curious how that's going to go in the winter. Thankfully, my daughter's gymnastics is finishing up shortly here, which shouldn't be too, too bad. But um, it's actually been, it's been eye-opening coaching a younger age because I've been playing for over 25 years. I've been playing for a long time, and I have mm. to remember they are still learning. So I can't expect them to know where to be on the field. I can't expect them to know what some terms mean or, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of their their skill or communication, right? Because when, when you play as an adult, you've built up all those skills over time. So mm-hmm. you just go out and do, right? So trying yeah. to teach it has actually been very good for me because it's made me slow down and realize, oh, there are some basic skills that need to happen first. And sometimes with their age group, because your daughter is nine, nine, eight? No, she's going to be eight this year. They're the same yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah. The same age. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that, that age group, I still have to remind myself there are some skills they literally cannot do. Yeah, they, and terms they that they right? don't know. Yes. Because I even remember, so the male coach, he knows what he's doing. Like, he is definitely an avid soccer player, and he gets it. And he kept using terms, like soccer terms, and I'm like, dude, like, they don't get that. Like, maybe two of them do, but the rest yeah. of them are like, hey. Eh? So I'm like, you got to, yes. like, dumb it down for them a little bit. And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, trust me, if I don't get it, they don't get it either. <laughs> I'm like at the same level as them. So like, let's, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? And yeah. uh, so that was helpful. But yeah, it's crazy to see some of the kids, like how yes. good they are. I'm like, how? Yeah. How? How is the skill already there? I'm like, this kid's going to be pro. Like, it's crazy. But my daughter, yeah. whoo. Yeah. <laughs> so there's really, you know, she's having a good time, but she's like not the most skilled player. She's new and still learning and yeah. It's so funny. She's like, where do I go? She's on the field. What do I do when I'm in defense? What am I? Help the goalie. Don't let the ball yes. go in the net. Which net? I'm like, oh, my gosh. That one behind you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But it's totally. So so you're so you're doing indoor soccer as yeah. well. So I think you're doing like, it's set up like hockey where you have five players and a goalie. Yeah. And yeah, yeah at this age, they start introducing the goalie before this they didn't have goalies, you know, yeah. you kind of cycled kids through, but it's, but now like they have the Jersey and the gloves and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's interesting as before the kids would be on half a field. So you divide the field in half and you'd have one set of teams on one side, one set of teams on the other side, but now with them being U nine, it's the whole field. They get so tired and you can tell, like th there's two of us, right? Mm -hmm. So one of us is in the box who's like lining up the subs to go on when we change and the other coach is on the field. So I got my first experience on the field last Sunday, which was so cool. That was so cool. It was a little bit exhausting because I was trying to referee and tell the kids where to be and manage the subs and sending people off at the same time. And because no. you have a mask on, you have to wear a mask while you're out there. I mm. couldn't, because usually when I play soccer, I'm very vocal and and I'm loud and directing and that. But with a mask over, they can't hear me. <laughs> so so at some point, I had to kind of pull it down temporarily. Be like, hey, you get off, and then put my mask back on, and then you know away you go. Um, but that was really cool to do that on on Sunday. And same thing, we've got a couple kids on our team that you look at, you're like, wow, like you're gonna, you know, and my son's played for the last couple of years, so he's got some skills and all of that. Um, but there's a couple kids on on his team that I'm just looking at going, yeah, you're totally gonna be in higher level soccer without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. 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 And it's really cool, that. right? It's so cool seeing them. and. You have to remember um, that they are kids. They are learning. This is not like, and that's one thing that sports parents kind of get a bad rap for is being overbearing and high expectations and yelling and all the rest of it. Um, thankfully, it's been it's been good experience so far with the kids on, um, totally. the parents of the kids on my team. Are you finding that too? That the, the parents just seem grateful that you're the one coaching and not them. 100%. <laughs> they definitely are. I'm like, if anyone wants to take my spot, I mean, it's open. Yeah. But then I'm like, actually, yeah, I don't know if it's really open. But yeah. uh, I do enjoy, so something we did was I thought it would be really important for the kids to have a cheer. Like, just something to, yes. like, pump them up. So we created one, and, like, at the beginning of the game, at halftime, and then at the end, again, we always do this cheer, and they love it. At first, they're like, that's dumb. And then I was like, no, it's yes. not. It's so important. And uh, they loved it. Like, now they just like, yeah. oh, let's get in the circle, get in the circle. And I'm like, that's so it. Like, team yeah. sports are so much fun in that way. Like, my kids have also done individual sports, such as gymnastics or dance and yeah. I don't find it as exciting to watch personally. I prefer a sports activity, like a mm -hmm. group. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, When I remember when Ariana was in gymnastics, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so boring. I need to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you're not reading a book now. You are totally occupied. <laughs> totally. No, absolutely. But, hey, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. It's only till the spring, right? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, ours runs until February. Then I'm actually going to push my son towards football. Ooh. I'm very much a football fan. Um, <laughs> it's funny because the two guys I've the only two guys I've I've ever been with have not been football fans. I'm like, how is it that I am a woman who likes football and I managed to end up with two guys who aren't into it? That's like, so really. weird. That's yeah. just that's just not cool universe. <laughs> right. But I'm gonna try and get him into into football. And he wasn't he wasn't really going for it. And I kind of leaned in and I said, "You get to hit people on purpose." And his eyes like. Why did he's like really? Like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> that sounds like a good time, and it's it's interesting seeing because you want to get your kids into stuff like this. I don't know about your kids, but my little guy is very cautious. Mm-hmm. He's a lot more cautious, and he's more likely to say, "I'm not gonna like it." Before he even tries it, before he even gets into it, it was this. It was the same with skiing. I bought my kids skis for this year, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. You don't you, you don't look excited at all for skiing. You're like, that's nice. Go ahead and strap two boards to your feet and away you go. <laughs> I'm not really a winter sports kind of fan. Like, I hate the snow. <laughs> I'm just that's like, no. That's fair. Like, I don't understand. Like, I remember when I was young, I went skiing, like, twice in my life, and I went snowboarding once, and I didn't enjoy it. I was cold, and I was like, where can I get the hot chocolate and stay warm? Like, get me off of this. I'm going to break something. It was scary. Like, you're going so fast. I'm like, this adrenaline, I'm not liking it. Like, keep me inside. (laughs) Right? Is there a jacuzzi? Is there a spa somewhere? Like... And see, like, I like being outside when it comes to stuff like that. I'm not a super on the go kind of person. But when it comes to stuff like going to play soccer or going skiing or going for a bike ride or something, I don't have to always be doing something. But I like I like getting out and doing that. It's an activity. It's something to keep me engaged. And it's it's physically exerting which is nice because you know i deal with anxiety and we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast already and i'm really just i've really discovered over the last six to eight months that i really need i need physical activity in my life and i like being able to foster that in my kids too you know Mm because there's i know my kids get a bit more screen time sometimes than i would like them to have um hazard of working all day and like you know what I gotta finish up this project so sorry you know well sorry kids they're thrilled you know but I'm trying to like (laughs) alleviate my own guilt with it of you know it's okay Christina they it's just for today they need a little you know you need to get this done this occupies them because you know that they come down you know or they they come to bother you if they well I shouldn't say bother because they they do need things but you know what I mean right like they I do I they're not super occupied yeah well even today like you know I kept the kids home and so before we were going to podcast I made sure Ariana spent some time outside in the snow and I went out there with her and I was shoveling even though that was a stupid idea because it's just going to keep coming down. <laughs> it is. But I was bored while she was like making snow angels. So I was like, let me just be outside and be present with her. And she wore herself out. I gave her lunch and I said, okay, you get screen time while I'm podcasting. And she was like, fair. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was still in bed. I don't think she even came down to eat. <laughs> It's two o'clock, just so everyone knows. <laughs> this is like the teenager issues that I'm dealing with. She's yes. like, oh, I have to leave my bedroom? No. Let yes. me hermit. I didn't have to go to school. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> right? But yeah, like it's, it's. I'm feeling really good about getting my kids into this. And so with my mm-hmm. son being being cautious, I told him about skiing. And he said, no, I don't think I'll like that. And I just looked at him. I said, you get to go down a hill as fast as you want. I think you're going to like it. <laughs> after oh, ski like instruction, it. after instruction, he has never skied before in his life. It's not something that I would be comfortable doing. So he is going to take lessons. My daughter and I, and I'm confident he'll pick it up. No problem. My daughter went uh, skiing for the first time last year and mm-hmm. she took lessons for maybe an hour or two. And within an hour after that, she was going down Black Diamond Runs at the hill we were at. And That's I, crazy. I Take know, Ariana with she, you. 
She would love it. I don't want to. But you want another kid? Take her with you and she sure. can go skiing. She sure, would love it. Sure, we'll take her with us. Yeah. But that's something that I really wanted to do for myself as well. Yeah. Like getting my kids into it. But skiing was something that... I wanted to do more of when we were married. We had the skis, we had the equipment, but there was never, and it kind of leads back to the finances. I was told we didn't have enough money to do it, but we had Mm. money to do other things that I was like, well, I'm not so sure about this, Mm. you know? So that's where, that's where I'm like, Nick, now I can make my own decisions. I can make my own decisions about what I want to do and how I want to handle things. And it's been so empowering the last little while because now mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I've got these plans for skiing this year. And, um, you know, I'm going to get the kids involved and it's going to be fun. And I mean, my daughter and I, we woke up, she's been praying for snow. <laughs> it's been part of our bedtime prayers where she'll be like, and God, How dare please you? bring the snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing it too, well, it so you worked. can blame me and her. <laughs> finally came it finally came it did but we're we're so excited about it we're like yes finally we can get out and do this because i went it's about a month or so ago i went and got my kids skis and ever since then my my daughter's been saying what's the forecast today mom what's the weather like today mom i'm like it's it's not coming yet so when she had that little hint that the snow was coming she kept asking and asking, right? So then she came down this morning. I was like, hey, check it out. And I pulled the blind up and she could see the snow in the window. And she went, oh, yay! And she yeah. did this like <laughs> major happy dance. And she's running to all the windows. She's like, look at it, look at it, look at it. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I love it. Well, so, she'll yeah. be super excited to go skiing then. So that'll be nice yeah. for you guys to get back into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And we have skates and things like that. And I, I want to start, you know, really making that more consistent. We did that a bit last year, going skating, mm-hmm. um, which was a lot of fun because you, you know, go for maybe an hour, if that. And then, mm-hmm. and then you're done, you go have some hot chocolate or whatnot, because you can always go back again another time or another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm realizing that's part of the reason why I've I've realized that physical activity is so important for me because I want to be physically able to do these kid things with my kids. And so, you know, making sure that I'm taking care of myself and kind of leads into self-care, right? In mm-hmm. making sure that I'm doing things that are ment- mentally, physically what I need to do, you know, to, to make sure that I'm good for my kids and I can say, okay, we're going to go do this. And they, they say, well, I don't feel like today. I'm like, nope. We're all packed up. Let's go. <laughs> it's the car is packed and it's warm. Yes. We are en route. <laughs> Mama wants to ski and she's already got her Starbucks order waiting for her. So let's go. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. And that's such a good thing that you're doing it because you're really building good memories for the kids. And a lot of people, you know, I think when they're first becoming a single parent, they're like, how am I going to create these memories as a single parent with my kids? Well, it's just as easy as that. You got the skis. You bought the damn skis and you're going to go skiing. And yeah, you're going to go and skate around an ice rink. And that, you know, ice rinks, a lot of the time, if you have a community membership, it's free. It's free. And they have uh, the skate rentals there for free. Like it doesn't cost anything. You just go and you Mm -hmm. take your kids and you have a good time. And, uh, you know, over the years of being a single parent, I've never at this point felt like I couldn't do something now just because I'm a single parent. In the beginning, it was so hard. It was like, oh, right. Like people are going to, you know, judge me, especially like going to church and stuff. That was like, oh, it was just too hard because you'd always see like mm-hmm. families together and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother bucket of worms though, right? But, (laughs) you know, when I think about like just doing activities, a lot of the times I plan it with my girlfriends who are single parents. And sometimes even if they're not single, like we'll just get the kids together and go and do things. And the kids really get along so well that it's like, you can do fun stuff together with friends. And you know what? It's usually funner because girlfriends are the best. They're just like, you're having a good time. Everyone's laughing. And you don't have to deal with, you know, your stupid man. That's (laughs) 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 I'm being a negative Nancy today a little bit. But, you know, you just get to enjoy yourself and have a good time. And the kids get to have a good time. 
You do. And I, and I know it's, you know, for the single dads who are, you know, who are listening as well. We, we see you too. We know it's flipped on the other side. You know, I have, totally. I have, I have heard from a couple of, of single dads that, um, you know, they, they don't like it when, uh, their partner is at the top of the hill and not participating. And that was something that, um, I started to do when I had the kids. I think it was when I, the year, yeah, the, the year right after the split, the winter, um, I started going sledding with my kids, you know, and, and realizing, yeah, like I need to, I, I, I want to participate a little more in those things and, and be silly and be fun and, you know, all of, all of those things. Cause when I was married, I, I was that person who was like, oh, I don't, you know, a little more timid, didn't want to, want to quite join it. And now I'm like, who the fuck cares? I want to, I want to give me, give me the sled. You guys don't want to come with me. Fine. I'll go down by myself <laughs> and you guys can wait at the top of the hill and I'll bring yeah. you the sled when I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's empowering too for you. I feel yeah. like you should be proud of yourself. You've come out of your shell that much more. Going down the freaking sled is a good time. I like sledding. We should do that sometime with the kids. It's fun. We should. And you know what? We'll kick them off. We're like, no, we're going to go by ourselves, the two of us. Right. And yeah. just give them garbage bags. <laughs> good luck. Fun. <laughs> That's how we did it. Back in the day, yes. we just had garbage bags, man. So I'm yes. like, these kids are freaking spoiled, man. <laughs> they get all the good stuff. So yeah. Crazy carpets were like the thing. In oh, yeah, school, the if you had slides. a crazy carpet, you were like mm. the shit. Yeah, you had rich parents <laughs> if you cool. had one of those. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, so I'm I have to say, even though it's it's crazy outside today, I'm very much looking forward to, you know, continuing doing things like this with with my kids and to be honest you've been a bit of an inspiration to me for that that you because you, you just go and do you just go and do and and I'm still I've I shouldn't say I'm still I'm finally at the point where I'm not feeling like I constantly have to check in with someone I feel Good. way more confident in making the decision and going and doing that and yeah you've you've been an inspiration for me to to do that because you are so confident in what you want to do and how you want to do it and you're like if someone doesn't like it they can piss off and and I and I love that because that was never I was never like that even growing up I was very timid very shy wanting people pleasing is just it's still a thing I'm working on (laughs) but it was it, it was really prevalent when I was young and so now as an adult there's there's a little bit of that but there's also like channeling the type of energy that you have which is I want to do something so I'm gonna do it and if someone else is there or not there or whatever the case may be then whatever but I'm still going to do it which I love I love that that's that's who you are and I think that's so incredible That's really sweet of you. And, you know, I think of things that you do that I try to pick up on, too. Your calm demeanor, I try to pick up on that. I'm like, how can I be more chill? So, like, I started with my living room. And, I mean, you didn't do, you didn't take your TV out. But I took my TV out of my living room, guys. Like, legitimately took it out. I said, fuck this. I don't want a TV in there because it's so loud. And I brought it downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I created, like, this zen reading journaling yoga space I'm not done creating but it is so quiet in there I love it I'll like play solitaire by myself (laughs) I don't care I just want to be alone sometimes and the kids they respect it now and they like it so I take things from you too and you just don't know it so thank you I appreciate that like Christina sent me pictures and I'm like wow this like this looks great like you put a lot of work into that I I know you did like that that took a lot sweet (laughs) <laughs> weeks of reorganizing this damn space <laughs> i mean it's sweet of you to say that i have chills and, and to be honest i don't feel like i have a lot of chill a lot of the time because i do have this anxious little monster that comes yeah, out when i, know I you know when when you feel insecure <laughs> and stuff like that and it's you know in certain situations it'll it'll come out but i appreciate you for when it does come out because you're just like it's okay babe (laughs) 
The monster yeah. is lying to you, and it's fine. So I appreciate you saying that I have chill, because sometimes I don't feel that I do. <laughs> no, you definitely do. You definitely do. I see it. I definitely see it. And one thing I will tell everybody that's listening, if you have snow in your backyard today, find a snowball, make that snowball, and throw it at your kids, because it is a good yes. time. Have a snowball fight. Yes. Do it. And if you don't have snow in your area... I mean, get a water gun and spray the shit out of them because it's hilarious and they yes. will remember it. And that doesn't cause nothing. Yes, I love that. The next time you feel like you want to do something and you start to talk yourself out of it, stop. Stop talking yourself out of stuff that mm-hmm. you initially are like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Stop talking yourself out of things because I, I did that and I, it's not fun. It's not fun no. to talk yourself out of stuff because you miss out. You miss out on stuff and you all deserve to have good things in your life and to be fulfilled in what, in what you're doing and with your kids and all of that. And, um, yeah, we just want to extend on this cold day for us. And even if it's not cold where you are, we extend warm hugs like Olaf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are Christina and Christina and we like warm hugs. (laughs) We do. We do. I love it. I, you know, one thing I'll say to also round off to, I had a conversation with someone um, recently, and I forget the context of the entire conversation, but she had said in the moment she didn't feel confident enough to wear these shoes. Like, they were too cool for her. She was like, oh, I really like these shoes, but... I maybe she didn't feel worthy enough or what whatever the case might be Um, and then when I seen her she said I wore the damn shoes and I said you're wearing the damn shoes so now we all tell each other wear the damn shoes do the things with your kids have fun creative memories don't cost a ton you can do so many different things hit us up we'll find ways for you to do things to like you know Have fun with your kids that aren't going to cost money, but put on those damn shoes. You are worthy of having fun with your kids and creating those memories with them. You can find more great episodes featuring helpful information and amazing stories by searching Single Parent Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or visit www.lifesongfilms.com and click podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And remember, we're We're all all in this this together. together.